0: Today, we're going to talk to a lady that is an absolute fireball in the real estate industry. As an individual, she averages over 20 million in sales volume, gaining her the status of top 1% in the Toronto area in a market of 64,000 agents. She's a leader in the industry and is currently building a successful team. What is interesting to me is that she immigrated to Canada from Romania coming from a very simple life in a communist country, 2007. And then she came to the land of opportunity. And after that, just three years in a new country, got into real estate. She was able to realize success within a relatively short period of time. She has an amazing story. And imagine getting into real estate and having to figure out how to learn the language. And I hope you get a lot of nuggets out of this episode. Stick around to the end where we go deep into how successful agents make it in this competitive industry. Newer real estate agents, are you making $150,000 or more in real estate this year? How would you like to believe with 100% certainty that you will? What if you knew exactly what to do every day to make money in real estate? Are you the type of person that will do the work, serve the people well, you would devote a good portion of the day on focused activities and habits to drive business if you just knew what to do? Does cold calling or door knocking or paying for leads freak you out? good because it freaks me out too. Are you working part-time and afraid to leave the job to go full time into real estate? Am I speaking to you right now? Give me 15 minutes and I know I can help you. Go to 4xformula.com to learn how I created a recipe for success that anyone can do. You have the ingredients to be successful within you right now. You just need to know what to do. Learn how I earn multiple six figures working less than 40 hours a week. And here's the kicker. I get paid every single month. Want to learn how? Go to 4 Formula.com, the number four xformula.com all right let's meet andrea blum top producer from toronto for the listeners let's just tell them all about your life right now like who is andrea blum what are you all about what do you got going on um that's a loaded
1: (laughs) question which part should i share uh i'm a real estate agent what a surprise um (laughs) i am a real estate agent i'm from canada actually if you hear my accent, you will see that i'm not from canada i wasn't born here i immigrated in canada in 2007 um but right now i work and live in canada toronto uh ontario canada and i'm a real estate agent for the last 10 years um, by the industry standards, I'm uh, top 1% Toronto, top 5% Toronto among different brokerages and stuff like that. All sorts of, of things, nice things, and, and they sound really good. Um, the, the most important part is, are they paying your mortgage? Are they paying your colleges for the kids? Um, you know, what, what is it that um, all of these words um, mean when you're thinking you're top this or top that? Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm a real estate agent, and I'm a very proud salesperson. I know some people are, even in our industry, although this is what we are, we're salespeople, they have a little bit of a hard time thinking or or saying it out loud, but I can tell you out loud, I'm a salesperson and I'm happy to be a sales and very proud to be a salesperson.
0: Oh, that's great. That's really good. So top one to 5%, I guess, is that kind of how we can determine that right now, but in Toronto. So what does that mean? Like there, as far as, I always measure things by amount of deals in a year, but I know a lot of different areas measure by, you know, hundreds of millions of product sold or whatever. So Correct. how to measure. Yeah,
1: it's 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 major, it's measure in, in product sold. So how many um not how many units you're doing per per year, but um you know what's the um sales volume you have for the year. And okay. my sales volume is always 20, 21 million per year in sales volume. Yeah. Yeah. So That's it's true. because we are you know I, I feel a little bit guilty in a way. Uh, for other agents where the price range is low. For us, the price range is high. So um, it's not always our merit in it, although you take the, you know, the whole merit in, in that, but yeah. it's also the market that helps you. If if the average price sale is 900 and your average price in total is 1.4, because the average for the entire Ontario is 900, obviously you, you have to sell way less than Um, other people that they're having an an average of 200 or 300 Um, so that's where there's a little bit of a discrepancy how somebody can actually make a lot of money by selling 15 homes and somebody can Mm -hmm. in order to do the same amount of paycheck to have the same amount of paycheck they have to close 60 100 transactions so it's it's disproportionate in in a way but hey, we deal with the cold of, uh, of the winters in Toronto. So at least I get to work less. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know, that's great. And But not only that, like you're in a highly populated region. Like when you talk about population of realtors, And so, yeah, it goes both ways, right? Like when we talk about success and and good for you for the volume that you're doing and, and establishing yourself as a force in that marketplace, because there's a lot of, a lot of licensed real estate agents. in We are,
1: we are here just in, just to give you an idea. We are um, over 65,000 agents. Um, And uh, give me one second. I don't know what happened. So we are, uh, am I back? Am I saying, yes, say, yes sorry about that. So uh, we're over 65,000 agents in, in mm-hmm. the board of, of, of where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and the inventory is crazy low. That's why we have the prices we have. So mm-hmm. definitely when you're looking at it, the average amount of sales per agent, it's actually less than two transactions, one transaction, two transactions, because we don't have enough sales. There's no inventory. Um, so to be able in an average of the agent that does one or two transactions to end up closing 17 to 20, it is considered performance because you you know, you basically shouted at least 20 other agents on your share. But um, right. the competition is, is fierce, put it this way
0: yeah that's pretty cool i'm in an area that's about an hour outside of vancouver so i'm on the other coast and and the two biggest boards are the vancouver real estate board and the toronto real estate board right i mean that's 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 it. it and when they talk about real estate statistics and stuff across canada and you see it on the news what are they talking about they're talking about toronto and they're talking about vancouver they don't really talk about little town canada in and amongst those places too much and um Anyway, the place I, I work on is in Chilliwack. So you may not have ever heard that word. It's a weird word, but that's the name of the place I'm at. And we're about mm-hmm. an hour outside of Vancouver, and we have 300 agents in our board. But oh, you, you know,
1: 300 versus uh, 64000 <laughs> totally It's kind different. of, yeah, yeah, you sound lucky.
0: Yeah, it's you know just totally different, right? But our price point's different as well and we got to pump out the deals. I think we did 65 deals last year without even really trying hard. I spent a lot of time on this project, but it's, um, so with, with your business, and you're, I mean, you're a busy person. You seem to be very organized, seem to be very on it. You immigrated in 2007, been a real estate agent for a decade now and established yourself as a top producer. And that's that's fantastic. Good for you. That, that Thank is you. definitely be proud of. Um, so when you started your career, let's go back to, you know, like first year in for those people that are just starting out right now, how, what, was your, uh, what was your life like then when you first started?
1: When I first started, I realized fast that I need to go into coaching. Mm-hmm. Um because it's just if you start looking at, at making your own mistakes and learning from your own mistakes if you're long retired before you you can actually be successful so you have to learn from others before um, you start in this so that was a game changer by the way um, and I'm an personality so I, I'd like to study who's the best coach what is there what's out there um, right. and I got into coaching immediately. In immediately. And just my, my business exploded. Um, you have to have the motivation. I mean, in today's, um, you know, computer word, media word, you can Google whatever you want. You're going to find it. You just have to do it. Yeah. Um, accountability was extremely important for me. If you don't have accountability, it's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and community of people. And, and that's pretty much, you know, what you found into the EXP and what I found into EXP um, model and 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 the whole concept of the EXP for us that we create this communities where we we literally give back. Like look at us, we're both of us in the EXP and yet we we're sitting here and we're talking about how can we help agents. Um, so you, you're creating your, your environment where you can help patients, and I'm creating my environment and we, we grow together. So that environment was important. I, I created my own environment by reaching out to coaching, but coaching becomes really expensive. Keep in mind coaching, you know, you, you can get up to a certain point, um, with the coaching, with a model like EXP, it gives you that constant accountability, that day-to-day, um, you know, um, support. So it's it's a complete different level. I wish when I started that a model like this would have been um, a- around. Mm-hmm. Um, we at at the time there was really just the um, regular. Um, very traditional models, which we're still seeing. Which, my opinion, they they would have to either adapt soon, or they would have to, they were going to disappear. Yeah. Um And um, and there wasn't necessary, you know. After the signing part, you all get that excited that's going to be a lot of support. But um, in all honesty, and I'm the type of person that I'm going there and grabbing whatever I need for helping myself and it wasn't there so then you you turn to books and you turn to people that have done it and you turn to try to find mentors and you turn to coaching and so on Mm -hmm. and uh, um, and that's what I did when I started yeah and I think I attribute my my success to my coaches over the years and I changed all the time Mm -hmm. until I created my own routine and my own things that I like and I felt like they work for me.
0: That's very cool. And just, you know, understanding that immediately and just biting the bullet and going, I got to do it," Um yeah. is, is, is a very um, astute way of looking at it. And there's a lot of people that resist that. They're scared of it. They're scared of what the cost will be. Right. And it's so hard to monetize it. Like it really is. Yes. Like if I yeah. say to somebody, listen, take my course, Spend this kind of money and you and you'll make like 100 times what you're spending on this course. It's
1: hard to convince people to to do that when they don't have the means, you know, um, yeah. when they are living from from a one spouse paycheck to paycheck and say, hey, invest in this because the system is you can replicate the system and it works and just yeah. try it. Um, but it's it's very hard for people to give it a, a, a you know I was lucky enough to have uh, outside support that that supported me into to invest basically or invest in your education to to yeah. go further. Um, but um, yeah, I, I said to everyone, you know, uh, start start small, start with whatever you can. But with mm-hmm. the model like Exp, like we're in right now. They don't even need to invest in that. They would have, you know, all of these tools um, yeah. serve on the platter from us, you know, yeah. um, and and uh, that's the beauty of it. And they don't have to pay more. They, uh, my split, it's your split. Your split is my split. Everyone's yeah. split is the same. And yet they're getting access to your knowledge. They're getting access to my knowledge and yeah. they're getting, you know, Everything that we wish years ago we would have had access without having to pay a thousand dollars a month for coaching, which is thirty minutes of a conversation with a coach. You don't even know what to ask first.
0: Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Well, a lot of that time, and that's the thing. Like coaches have a system of what they're going to coach on, and they're going to give you things to do, and then they're going to hold you accountable for it a lot of times some of these people, I mean, good for you. You got the right coaching and you implemented strategies and that was good. But a lot of these coaches have never sold real estate before, right? Like they're, Correct. so you got to watch that. You got to go with people that actually know yeah. what they're talking about. Yes. and have been in the trenches and they've been in those things. So it's not all theory. Right. And I think that's super important, but good for you to recognize that immediately. So, you know, people who are out there struggling right now, seek that, that guidance. I will give office owners, a little bit of a break because it's tough, man. Like I've, I've owned offices before I owned, I ran down an office for seven years and I started a little training program and I put it out there and like, honestly, two to 5% of the people would maybe show up and then it would dwindle. Of course, time. of course. All this time and effort into creating these lessons and all this stuff for people going, guys, I'm going to help you. I've done it by the way, by the way, I'm still I'm running an office and selling more real estate than every one of you. So does it doesn't make sense to listen to me. And I would think they're going to listen to me. They're going to be so excited to listen to me. They're going to want to know everything about me.
1: <laughs> you know how it is. You you can bring the, the horse to the water, but you cannot force it drinking. Exactly. Um, and that's something we experience, you know, as coaches and as team leaders. Um, I experience myself. How do you keep someone motivated to yeah. pop in to hear the message in the first place how do you and and i i i have a challenge for that is the same challenge that people have you know brokers have with the retention and so on so these are the challenges at the different level to know that what you're doing is working but how can you make people even when they get it for free how do you make them um, apply it yeah, and I would say always, you know, um, the the motivated and and self motivated and and uh, um, good people, high producers are going to. Reach out and get these type of trainings, get involved in this type of, you know, like a an EXP where they have and they want to to grab uh knowledge. And then you'll have the the lower and the mediocre agents that they're out there, and th- that it is what it is. There's nothing you can do. You know, it's a matter of, of personality. Very hard to convince someone, you know, um, pick up the phone. <laughs> I want to watch Netflix. Pick up the phone. (laughs) You know, it's very hard. But you know, those are the same
0: type of people that will blame the world around them
1: for lack of success, right? Of course, yeah. So
0: if you are serious, if you're ambitious, if you're someone who, if you say it, then be it. For one thing. Yes. And if you're going to be ambitious, then seek it out, get the coaching, be a professional. A professional learns from someone who's already gone before them. That is what a professional does. Yeah. Full stop.
1: It I think there's too many steps there involved. First, you have to cross your mind that there's other ways than just your way. Second, to reach out. Third, Mm -hmm. to participate. And fourth, which is the hardest part, to take something out of it and actually end up doing it. Yes. So every even the ones that they're enthusiastic, they reach out and they go there and they see and they participate and they get excited. Yeah. They're still having a very hard time because the excitement is when you're with the coach and yes. you are with the atmosphere. And But then the activity that your coach just put in you to do, now you have to be by yourself and do it by participating to the coaching program was not the final destination. Yes. The, the, the final task is to take that and be on the phone. So then yeah. it becomes everybody goes from here. to
0: Absolutely. Because what's going to happen? As soon as you learn a new thing or you turn over a new leaf or you make a new decision to try something new every single time. This is what life does. It's going to throw something at you. Every time it's going to throw something at you to, to try and derail you. That yes. will happen every single time, folks. That will happen yes. every single time. Just know yeah. it. It's, it's meant to test you. And, and it's the overcoming and the learning new things and the finding things about yourself and, yes. and the stretching yeah. of yourself, you know, beyond your comfort, comfort zone and, and maybe just learning something like all of a sudden something will come out of your mouth and it like, oh, that kind of sounded pretty good. and that kind of worked that time, and I got a good reaction from that person. You know, and you start to yeah.
1: start, you create new. It's um, it's hard to convince people. Just stay on it until you see the benefits, because yeah. it's a lot of work before the benefits, and mm-hmm. people would like you know immediate gratifications, which you know, and in this yeah. DNA, it's even more enhanced by you know anything that we do today. It's at the click of a button Um, so to invest time energy and without seeing any results for a long time and still believe that it's going to work it's an extremely um, you know you need a lot of uh, mental power and willpower to continue doing the same same thing and and at some point you see yeah and now I see the results yeah and but most people give up way before they see that um, and then they're going to blame either the system, the broker, the, yes. you know, the coaching, the, whatever it is, that's not actually working. And they're hoping, and they're going to purchase the new thing that it's advertised because it sounds like a beautiful pill that I can just swallow. And then tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to be successful. And then they're Using they, they my language so
0: sounds, much right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's, well, I've, I've seen it so many times. It's, um, and, and it's so predictable. You can look at an agent and you see their attitude and you see right away, are they thinking about the destination or are they thinking about the growth and the knowledge? The yeah. ones that you see that they're interested only into what am I supposed to do today? Mm-hmm. And they don't, not, they don't put so much um, hold on what how I'm going to get there. Like I want to see the million dollar. And they're focused on today activity. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the one that they get to the million dollar, um, and the other ones they never even get to the two hundred. It's like pfft, no way, because all they're thinking is, yeah, but all I get is rejection. I'm not gonna make it this way. I have to find, and they keep changing what they they're trying, yeah. and then it, it never works. And then at some point they take a part time job somewhere else, yeah. and that's it. It's the end of the career
0: surrender has happened. And
1: yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. And I you know I I remember asking my wife like when I was really frustrated and I was trying so hard to motivate agents and get them all fired up. And this is years ago. And I um I said to my wife and I cuz she she was now licensed. She's been licensed with me for 10 years. She works with me, my wife. Nice. And uh, so anyway, and I said to her, I said, "What do real estate agents want?" Like if I ask that question 7 times in a row, and keep thinking of a different answer and just come to a solution. And you know what it came to at the end of it? Like we just did this exercise together. It came to at the end, after seven times asking that question was, they want it to be easier. They just want easy. They want easy.
1: Well, easy. then they're in the wrong, in the wrong profession. Yeah, period.
0: and that was the frustrating part of it. And I thought, you know what? I only want to deal with the Eagles. I don't want to deal with the chickens anymore. I just want to deal with the Eagles. And so that started to that worked into something else I did. But honestly, ultimately, it worked into what we're dealing with today with exp because that's who the people that come to exp honestly, and I'm not trying to plug exp necessarily, but the reason it's growing so fast and going so crazy right now, and other companies are hitching their wagon to this moving train that is going, the reason they're doing this is because it's a game changer, it's an interrupter. But what it is, it's attracting successful people. Successful, people yeah. That will yeah. lean in and they will get the knowledge, they will get the yeah. information, they will seek it out, they'll show up in the yeah. auditoriums. The, the you know, not only that, they do all of that, they get successful, but then what do they do? They get rewarded for it, which is awesome. Like how many, how many times in yes. your 10 years has an, an office said, you did awesome. You hit your volumes. I'm going to give you a bonus and I'm going to pay all that money back, give you shares. No, they,
1: they, they gave me actually, they gave me um, this, this uh, uh, at the beginning, they gave me just a piece of paper um, saying <laughs> that I was the achiever of whatever. And yes. now they put it into a frame. So yes. it, it evolved from one piece yeah. of paper to a frame right now. It's, yeah.
0: So they've it's getting somewhere fourteen dollars into that frame. So that's awesome. It, it's but getting. I remember getting awards and plaques, and I actually have been boxes and stuff. I don't even want to put them out; like it's almost embarrassing. And I'm like, yeah. what is that paying me? I actually have a, a basket right there of a whole bunch of it's little paying
1: you nothing.
0: Plaques. Pays me nothing. Never did pay me anything. Nothing. Recognition. recognition.
1: Pay, it pays you your ego if you want to blast it around your, um, yeah. uh, you know, uh, friends and family. Um, which by the way they don't give a shit about your awards Um, but um, yeah but that's pretty much what it is it's your ego being you know you take a picture with the broker and blah 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 and everybody's like "Mm." Um, yeah wouldn't that be nice if that would be a stock in the company and I get to pay my um, my kids college instead of that frame but Anyways. Listen, they have they have expenses. I mean, uh, <laughs> brokers right now are starting to to realize, wow, I have such big overhead. Maybe I should consider EXP giving that I don't have to pay for an office. I don't have to pay for being audited all the time. I don't have to do the bureaucracy. And yet I can still have people that they're um, signed with me and have all the benefits. So they're starting to see um, yeah, the benefit of, of such model that. We're in right
0: now. They're going to go to a hundred thousand agents fast. It's, it's yeah. Oh,
1: right
0: uh, the biggest yeah. franchise out there right now. I won't. I won't name them, but um, a lot of hot air going on there. But anyway, they grew last year by two agents.
1: Oh, so so with me doing fourteen this month, I did pretty, pretty well.
0: More than the hot air balloon place. Did I did. Did I say that? Did I say? Oh sorry. my God! Sorry, cut that was off. an accident. That was an accident. cut it off. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's go back in time. Let's learn more about Andrea Blem. Let's just learn about you because I love doing this because I want people to relate and go, oh, I relate to that person. So they're not a superhero. They're actually a real person and they were successful in real estate. Maybe I just need to apply yes. certain things. Maybe I got to change a few habits. Maybe I got to change a few mindsets. Maybe I got to, you know, implement certain things. Maybe I got to get some coaching. Maybe I got to get, you know, take a course, but really it is possible. That's, that's all I want to happen. Right. With the listeners. Yeah. So let's go back in time. Let's, let's, let's go back to your childhood. Let's talk about that. Oh gosh. Tell us all about that.
1: When I was a kid, I grew yeah. up in Romania. It's a okay. when I grew up, it was a communist country, um, so not not the the pretty things that you see here. I ate cereals for the first time when I was fourteen. Wow. Um, we grew up in a in an environment where for a long time we didn't have food. Everything on was on ratio, um, so I appreciate everything that I have. Um, and I see things probably a little bit different than majority West uh, society people growing up, including my daughter. She doesn't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, to, to drink tea and and have bread on a ratio and and go and and I line up um, to huge huge lines to get a, a piece of meat once a month. Um, so it's it's completely like from a different world, a different life. Um, and I was a kid, um, and I can't even imagine as as an adult having kids growing up and 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 bring up your your kids in such an environment. Right. Um, but I attribute to a certain extent to my success and what I'm doing even now, growing it all the time, to the fact that I know where I'm coming from. I have a clear understanding of of money and what's important in life and money it's not important for me. Um, it, it's being successful in life has different connotations for me it, between relationships, between um, time for yourself, um, between um, I don't know, I don't see successful in life as being rich um, and I, as, as selling a lot of money. I think um, I focused myself in challenging myself in growth and um, being surrounded by the right people, um, challenge myself with new projects. And somehow money um, came just like that, you know, uh, by doing that. And um, the right
0: alignment for sure.
1: Yeah, did did yeah. you have
0: siblings? Did you have sisters? Brothers?
1: Yes, I have a sister. She's still in Romania. Romania okay. changed uh, 25 years ago um, through a revolution. Um, and it became a free country from communists. And so we were not, we're not anymore um, communist countries. So my sister is there, my parents are there. I moved here uh, by myself with, with my husband at the time and my daughter um, and no no database, no uh, history, no nothing. My English wasn't good enough um, mm-hmm. and I'm dyslexic as well. I have OCD, I have so many other things. So <laughs> it's all of that that you can think of. Even now, I don't think I have one contract that I sign and people are not sending him back saying that I spell something wrong or something is not right. I have a situation where I said to my clients, write down the numbers because I won't be able to write down the numbers. So the limitations, I truly believe, you know, the way they say it in all of these videos that they're in your head, they are. I go to my presentation and I make tons of mistakes in English. And I said to them, well, just, you know, if you want to hire someone for tutoring your English uh, and English, your kids, I'm not the person. But if you want more money in your pocket, just hire me. Um, just, you know, I'm going to send you the listing description, please correct it because my English is not good and I'm selling three and $4 million homes and nobody once said to me, what the heck, I'm not hiring someone who cannot spell and never, ever happened to me. Um, so.
0: And that's a wonderful thing because Canadians are awesome, aren't they? Canadians are very accepting of people and, and, yeah, I, I think there's,
1: and yeah, people are, uh, you know, obviously you can come across people that will have all sorts of prejudice and all sorts of sure. things, but there's so much business out there to be done that
0: yeah.
1: when you come across someone that does that, you're just next. And yeah, good um, for it's a simple, a simple but, a good thing. We're
0: owning it. Right. Like, you know what? Hey, yes. It's not going to be perfect spelling, but don't worry. Perfect spelling isn't going to sell your house, right? We can get people to No, them, right? that's
1: not selling. Yeah. Yes.
0: I can hire an English student if you want me to do that. You know, like whatever. It's,
1: exactly. It's, let's
0: sell your $3 million house yes. and get a higher price and get people in the door. That's what we're going to do, right? And that's awesome. I love exactly. it.
1: Man.
0: What were your parents like? Did you have a good relationship with your parents? Was it tight? Or was it...
1: No, they, they, well, put it this way. It's a different environment. It's a different mm-hmm. mentality. Um, I think we're different, different parents. We are different to our kids. Yeah. Um, we, we are the opposite of our parents. You know, our parents were very strict or they were very, you know, not the same relationship that we have with our kids where the kids can literally do whatever the heck they want, and like, are you okay? Are you okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> so, so um, it's a, it was a different mentality coming from a different environment. Um, I I see the benefits of having the parents that I had. Mm-hmm. You know, the the parents that they were very hard on. You know, you're not good enough at this. You're not good enough. Right now we're telling the kids you're perfect the way you are. You don't have to change anything. That's not true. There's so much that you can change in you to be perfect and be happier for yourself. Well, my parents weren't, you know, the darling type of, of parenting that we're doing to our kids today. Mm-hmm. Um, was I happy not having that very tight Um, Probably not. Am I thankful as an adult that I had that type of environment where I was pushed to be better? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, And I also, I wasn't an obedient type of of kid. So I wasn't a very, um, you know, easy kid. Um, So I totally understand now being a parent, why my parents, my poor parents having me wasn't easy for them at all. (laughs) I would challenge them on everything. And um, I was very, you know, pretty aggressive with my thinking and my wanting and my things and um, where my parents were more conservative. And I was like, no, no this and that so you're the
0: one who left you came to Canada like you know I mean you you did it right I mean that was part of your character obviously you know and and good for you that's pretty awesome I I actually really relate to that because I remember we were very poor I was raised on a farm um we didn't have much money and uh I remember like you know I get a pair of jeans and and I'd get holes in them I was hard on clothes like I was outside yeah, we were out playing soccer. I was, I was never inside my mom. If the, it was still daylight and I was inside, she'd look at me and go, what's wrong with you? Are you sick? Is there something wrong? Like she, she like, what am I doing inside the house? And, yeah. and, and I, and she just put patches on top of patches on top of patches. I probably wore the same pair of pants for like two years. And it was just, we were poor. Is this the way it was? And if I wanted yeah. anything, I had to earn it. I had to go out and get it. I remember saying, I want to play hockey, mm-hmm. mom. And she said, okay, well, uh, I think there's a raspberry farm around the corner there. You can drive over there. And if you can make enough money to buy everything, then you can play hockey. And I'm like, yeah, never thought of that. Okay. Jumped on my bike, went over to the raspberry farm. You and said, to get it? Will you pay me if I pick some berries? And they said, yeah, we'll pay you. This is how we pay you. And if you pick more, more in a day and don't eat so many, you'll actually make more money. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And I worked my butt off scratches all over my arms from the branches and everything. And I got to play hockey that year, you know, but yeah, those little lessons, like now as an adult looking back on it, like there's no way I would say to my kid, go ride two miles away and go get yourself. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I'm thinking about them getting hit. By a car I'm, i say uh, that
1: to my kid but it's just not happening
0: yeah like it's <laughs> freaky now right like it's just so different and and uh but it's i mean so i different. try to instill in the little things and throughout our lives but anyway i totally relate to that because those things will serve you yeah. later on in life but it can you can go either way right like it it can beat down Absolutely. your self-image and all of a sudden your yes. self-worth is lower and you have a hard time yeah. more of a self-worth because maybe you just didn't feel worthy. And, and if you're yeah. in that mental mental state right now, you got to get over that one. Use that to of help course. you. See, like that's something that you, all you got to do, you just got to overcome it. That's a mind shift difference. Yeah. That's it. Yes, yes. And, uh, and you just yeah. inherently had that mind shift. I'm the same way. My parents fought about money all the time. Like
1: all the time. All like, the time in the house, always fights like,
0: about my Banging tables, yelling at each other, throwing things. Like, uh, and it was about money. And I was the oldest. Always. So I was catching on to things a little more than my, my brothers. But I remember going, I am never going to have that kind of argument with my wife. Like, that is right? never going to happen.
1: Never, ever oh, is going to happen.
0: <laughs> I'm not bringing that home, right? Like, even if I have a crazy stressful day, my wife was an at-home mom for 13 years. And I came home and she'd hand the baby to me that's losing, losing its mind. And I would grab it and I'm going, man, when do I get time off? But I didn't care. I had to shut it all down and now be a dad. And, And it was, that was something that I remember consciously thinking to myself, you know, when I'm home and when it's my kids, and when it's my family, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be their dad. Yeah. And then when they go to bed, I can get back to work, or get up earlier in the morning if I need more time, or whatever I got to do. But I got to yeah. be a dad when it's you gotta
1: do a what husband you gotta when do? it's
0: supposed to be a husband, right? Same thing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But yeah, and and we're, I'm very thankful for a very supportive wife and all that. But it does go both ways, right? You got to go
1: both. Oh ways. yes, it's all about how you want to put it, how you want to. You know, you can very easily self-pity yourself, or you can take yeah. that energy and put it somewhere else.
0: Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. Love that story. See, we got to learn something neat about you.
1: Yes, how- I have to tell you, nobody asked me ever, where are you coming from? What's your childhood? I said, okay. <laughs> that took me by surprise. That's yeah. awesome.
0: And what's another thing that's cool is you emigrated into Canada in 2007. And 2007, everything was booming. And you probably weren't thinking real estate at the time, right? Like right away. Um, Well, when
1: I came here, I actually, I'm coming from a background. I used to do special effects makeup for movie industry. So I worked Mm -hmm. with a couple of projects from UK, from LA and so on. Um, So when I moved here, I thought I can do the same thing, but it just shows you that you can change in years. You can change your professions and be very successful at anything. Your family still stays the same. That's why I feel like if you're really successful, you have to be successful at the three pillars of of your life, which is health, um, relationships, and and, um, work. So for me, work, believe it or not, as much time as I give it on a daily basis and how driven I am for that, it's actually my number three uh, my number 1 is my health cuz i can't do the other two um and my number 2 is um is my my relationship mm-hmm. um with with the ones that i love so you can change um over years you can change your professions and and be successful and change and and i still don't know what i want to do when i grow up i'm very passionate right now about real estate and i know i'm going to bring it to the next level due to um, and I'm very, very excited. Yeah, so I was, I was just saying about the, the three important things in my life that the pillars that I think are, and business comes actually as number three, um, with health being first, second being relationship, and and third being business. And um, yeah, so things can change, and um, um, you never know. Like for example, until now we or yourself as well, since you're with the XP, you thought about um, real estate in a certain way. Um, and now being with the XP, we think of real estate in so many different dimensions rather than just what we've been doing so far. So yeah. things always changed. Um, and that's that's the beauty of, of keep growing and keep trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you can even stay in the same business, but seeing it from different perspectives. And yeah. it's
0: easy, it's easy to let fear guide you, right? Like it's, and, you know, in comfort and all that kind of stuff. Like in our last, in our last office, we weren't uncomfortable. We actually were pillars of the office. We we're highly respected in the office. They, they delivered everything that we needed. It was very wonderful. It was, it was a great experience. Of
1: course. But... It's, it's very hard to um, convince even people that they're in a good place, that they can be in a great place. How do yeah. you do that?
0: it's tough yeah. like, because but there's a bigger picture right and when people yeah. start to you know when they start to get get onto that but anybody who has an entrepreneur mindset is going to see it oh,
1: it, sees it, yes and, yeah.
0: you know i i just believe that like I, I you know i talk to different people and stuff and they don't see it right now and that's fine that's totally cool like i'm not here to sit there and talk anybody yeah. into anything but i think a person with an entrepreneur mindset sees it, they get it, and they want to latch onto it and jump. You know
1: how it is. Once you see it, you cannot see it. Yeah, that's
0: exactly it.
1: Because <laughs> it's really, it's that, it's the click in the mind, that once you click it in the mind, you're like, I cannot think of another way because <laughs> it, it's just what I've been doing so far, if I would have done it under this system, it would have added to what I'm doing right now. Yes. So I just cannot yeah. see me doing the same thing like I've been doing it so far without having all the other benefits because I feel like it's almost unfair. Like, why would I um get all the benefits? Why would I, you know, try only um and just by doing your job, everything that you've been doing so far? Don't change anything. Just, yeah. just do that. And, yeah, and you'll
0: be ahead. You know, yeah. I calculated it out. I'd be th- about 35 grand ahead. Almost forty grand ahead. Had I made the decision a year ago, is that? I'm not
1: gonna even calculate that because I can't tell you in in three (laughs) weeks. In three weeks, without anyone actually selling one house, in three well, we sold, but the closings are in February and the months that they're coming. In three weeks, I made five thousand dollars in passive income in three weeks, and. And I, this is something that it's, it can be proved. Like, I'm not talking nonsense here. I, yeah. I know I sound like a Bitcoin commercial, but I did.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I know. I sound like a Bitcoin commercial. Like, come and I made that much. Yes, but I did. Income, but passive income?
0: Real estate? Passive income? Like, they just don't seem like they should play in the same pool, Right.
1: I think they should. I mean, really? I had passive income from my investments in real estate. Yes. But I, I never thought that I can do it somewhere else in this, and then a different way. So mm-hmm. I, I got this 5000 which are only from the, not from the revenue share. So the revenue shares, I'm going to only start seeing it next month. So yeah. on top of that, I'm going to have the revenue shares. Like,
0: yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's awesome.
1: Like, what the heck did I do until now? I've been sleeping
0: yeah I hear you, man. I yes. hear you yeah all right, so if you are because now you've your ten years or you your decade in the business now, you quickly on early on in your career, you know obviously everybody struggles when they first get in just getting your feet wet figuring things out how do you talk to people how do you you know all that so a new agent just got licensed, they've just got in the business right now what are what what do they need to hear right now from you? If you can think of three things awesome for, for
1: you, me, what do they need to hear well, right
0: now? That's tough. Like smack them in the face and go, okay, you need to hear this.
1: Um, the three things that I, I would say, I don't know. Cause there's, there's so many that they're coming in my head right now.
0: Then um, say them all if you want to, it's all good.
1: Y- yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I talk about in my masterminds, we talk about a lot of um, and what I consider the most important part of my business. Right now, you can get leads from anywhere you want. Um, you, you can pay for it. You can go door knocking, cold call calling. doesn't matter. Um, you can, I don't know, whatever you want to do in real estate, it became much easier than it was before when I started 10 years ago. But one thing that I feel like it never actually changed and make the difference between a fast becoming a fast uh, producer, you know, high producer, Mm -hmm. it's learning what to say, when to say and how to say it. You can even find the script somewhere in the internet. You're still going to see it. You hear the words, but you're not gonna know how to say it. Mm-hmm. You 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 know you get an idea by watching some videos and you think you got an idea of how to say, you don't know when to say it. So yeah. learning what to say, when to say, and how to say it, to me, it becomes like the number one and, and, and it comes with a lot of experience and a lot of guidance, not only by knowing some scripts that you can find, you Google them and you find them. It's about learning psychology. Uh, real estate is not, it's nothing else than psychology. Selling is nothing than, than psychology. So knowing to understand what type of people are you talking to? How can I appeal to people that they're not analyticals like myself, but they're drivers, they're, um, you know, expressives, whatever they are. How you identify these people? How do you ask the right questions in order to identify them? How you can modulate yourself and, and your speech? Because the questions will be the same. But how does, how would you ask these questions? There's specific words that you should never work, use with an expressive. You should never say money and maximize the price of your house and get more money in your pocket with an expressive, you lost them in a second. Mm -hmm. But if you do that and talk about feelings with an analytical or a driver, you lost them completely. So knowing what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and understand the psychology of selling, which is really, um, that's where you're going to shrink your prospecting, your closing leads, having more transactions closed in the least amount of time. What do we want from this, work, from this job to give us freedom? What's freedom? More money. Yeah. Money is not, it's, for me, it's not uh, what I can buy. It's freedom. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time that money can buy for me. So when I say that, what do I have to do to learn to make sure that I, I, I minimize the time that I'm spending with each client because I have a way of communicating that it allows me to close them faster, to sell them faster and to finish faster so I can go on my vacation and spend time with my family. Yeah. So I would say if you are new in real estate, learn what to say, how to say, when to say it, and understand psychology in order to be able to be successful
0: that's awesome thank you for that that's fantastic and like in my course I actually tackle that I actually tackle in mindset mastery before getting into the how-tos before even getting into how you meet with people before even attracting buyers before the listing presentation before all of that we talk about that stuff because you're right it is so important understanding people And and the study of people and understanding personality types and sometimes tonality, sometimes like
1: everything matters, yeah.
0: Volume of our voice, right? Like if you're talking to an older person who's feeling very imitated or very intimidated, that you know, softening your voice, slowing your speech down, explaining explaining concepts in a rudimentary way so that you're showing respect that they need to understand before moving on and not not talking above them, and all those little nitty-gritty things become habitual in your behavior as you get more yes more. it's
1: so so important you, you you do that and i do that in 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 my masterminds uh, in and in, we have masterminds in prospecting school we do that all the time it's like mm. what are we talking here well you talk. you're learning how to talk you know like yes. a toddler we teach you how to talk This is how you should talk. And how do you learn it? By repetition. You're going to hear me how I talk, and then you're going to copy how I talk. And that's how you learn. And then I, I almost go into the, when you see the dot, dot, dot there, you're like, oh, Oh, and then you say it. So it's like, how do I do that? You do that because it creates in, in the people's yeah. reaction, It's, it's they're thinking that you are thinking. When in fact, it's a script you've been thinking for a lot, the last 10 years, you've been saying that that sentence, of course, you know it. But when you're saying it, it has to sound like, oh, l- let me ask you. But you said, yes, say twice, Let me let me ask you. Because mm-hmm. when you say it twice, then it sounds like you've been thinking. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like a script, mm-hmm. but you create that, you know, flow that you need. So mm-hmm. we teach all of that because we know it's working, because yeah. we tried it, because it's, it's been giving results immediately when you put the effort in learning how to talk and what to say and how to say it.
0: Yeah. And understanding yeah. yourself. Like, what are your what are your tendencies as a person? Right. Like, because sometimes oh, nice. other personality types will totally grind on you. Right. Like, you know, a blue sky person who's like a bigger thinker, you know, doesn't like all the details. Like, where do I sign? Shut up. Like, where do I sign? Right. There's those people out there. And you're going to aggravate the heck out of them if you're going to talk about all the minuscule words of, of every part of the contract. So little things like that, just understanding yourself and your own tendencies so that you can relate to other people well. And also you got to to tone yourself and be a bit of a chameleon sometimes. But um, yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic advice. And I thank thank you for that. And I I have taken up enough of your time. My
1: pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed our time together. Andrea is an amazing lady and I'm so honored that she took the time to be with us today. She told you that getting coaching was the game changer for her, and I'm happy to do that for people that become members of our program. Let's do it. I refuse to chase after people and say, hey, can I coach you? Come here, please. Hey, where are you going? Can I coach you? I'm not going to do that. But you'll notice that she went after it on her own. She knew she needed it. And that's how she has done over 200 million in sales over the last decade consider getting active in some sort of training program to help you level up and get to that thrive zone as fast as possible. By the way, if you haven't yet, go and get the free ebook, the quick commission blueprint. Go to 4xformula.com, the number 4xformula.com. Hit the button that says, I want that free book and we'll have it to you in minutes. And as always, thank you for joining us this week. And that's it for now until next week. Make it a great day.